Hi, everyone, and welcome to the Your Cosmic Career Coach podcast. This is Aubrey D. Clerk, career astrologer and career coach in Portland, Oregon. And this is Tom Chaplin, career coach and astrologer in uh, Alexandria, Virginia. I had to think of where I was because I'm actually <laughs> not there at the moment. I'm at the beach, but, but welcome. Thanks for joining us today. Yeah, we're, we were just excited about this topic. Uh, Tom brought it up about a week ago, and I was like, yes, great idea. We're going to be talking about phases of the moon. In your natal chart. I don't know why we haven't thought of this before, but it's a great topic. It's a yeah. really important one. Yeah, there's so much information here. And I mean, every, you know, most of us, even if we're not into astrology, uh, you know, have an awareness of the phases of the moon, right? That every month we have a new moon, we have a full moon, and that process continues to happen over and over again. Yeah, and, you know, plus, you know, everybody, besides being aware of the, the phases of the moon, they, most people, whether you follow astrology or not, you know your sun sign. And the, the, when we talk about the lunar phases, it's really a relationship with the sun, between the sun and the moon. And the, it, if you just so happened to also know your lunar phase, the lunar phase you were born under, it would give you a, a lot more insight into what your sun sign is about. So that's how important they are. I find them absolutely um, valuable in any kind of, with any kind of client consultation. Yeah. Yeah. So here we are talking about, I'm so glad you brought that up, Tom, and both of the luminaries, right? right. The ways that we are lit up and the core parts of our personality when we look right. at astrology, super core parts of our personality. And just even the symbolism, you know, the sun projects light out into the world, the moon reflects light, you know, the, the sun is connected to our ego and, you know, the, what we want to what, what project out into the world, whereas the moon is instinctive, more habitual, intuitive type behavior. So there's a real difference there, but it's, it's you know, the, the, what's important is that the two work together and that's where we we're able to to get so much information and the, and so I guess we might as well jump in and start talking about the phases. Yeah. Well, you know, it, we were talking a little bit earlier. I mean, there's in total, there's eight phases that we could look at. That's a lot for one podcast. So what we're going to do today is talk about um, the four main this time. And next time we'll talk about the, for uh, secondary phases because because what tom said that i want to share with everybody is awesome it's like well i don't want to leave anybody out (laughs) (laughs) they're all so important i mean if you're born under a crescent or a you know gibbous or disseminating it that means something yeah and it's a little bit different so you know today you'll you may feel a little lumped into the the primary phases but we'll get you next time we'll cover you next time yeah, and we'll include in the SoundCloud um, uh, description, we'll include a link to the moon phases so then people can see what we're talking about when you talk about those names for the moon phases. Yeah, great idea. Yeah. Good. Okay, so you want to kick us off and talking about the, the main four? Well, I guess we'll start with the new moon. Okay. <laughs> Seems like a good good place to start. Yeah. So when we talk about the new moon, what do we mean? It means that the sun and the moon are very close. They're, they're together. 
they're conjunct when we think of it in terms of an aspect. And this during this phase, the moon is dark. It's, um, it's, it's too close to the sun to be able to reflect any sun for us, any of the light for us to see. So when we, we look at the new moon, um, what does that mean? Well, the moon is dark. And so there's no light. Therefore, the, that's, very, that's very symbolic. It's, you know, another way to really look at this too is through a seed analogy. Mm. Um, you know, w- when you plant a seed in the ground, it's in the dark. You know, the, the process has begun. It's very, you know, and it happens very quickly, but it's in the dark initially. So it doesn't know what's out there in the world. It doesn't know what, what um, you know, really what other, what other people are saying or thinking or, or doing. And it really doesn't matter to mm. under a new moon, you know, because it's very subjective energy. The so objectivity comes from the light. That's so interesting. So then if we talk about somebody just general personality wise, and we can apply it to work life. So if we have somebody that was born under a new moon, which would mean on the day they were born, it was a new moon, right? Right. What, what does that say about someone? Well, it, it shows how they approach life. I, I mean, it really shows what they need to do in order to, to have their experience in the world. And the, the people born under a new moon are very, um, you know, like I was saying, it's, it's the moon is totally dark and the darkness represents subjectivity. The light represents objectivity. So there's no objectivity available to a new moon person. It's, they, op, they operate on total 100% instinctive habitual behavior. And so what it means is that, you know, this is somebody who, needs to do their own thing. They need, they like to take risks. They have to, they have to do things. They have to try something new in order to find out what it's like, because that's the only way they can get that objectivity. They have to project their energy out into the world. To then get feedback. Exactly. Yeah. So yeah. So then it's, it's maybe not that they aren't capable of doing that or they're that hundred percent. They just have a different way of, having a relationship with what objectivity is. Exactly. Well, they, yeah. they don't see it the way we do. And, you know, I was, I was teaching this class the other night, actually, and one of my students said, you know, my, I have one daughter who is a, I forget what she was, a gibbous moon, I think. So there were two gibbous moons, and then the other daughter was a new moon. And she said, we couldn't figure out what was going on with her half the time. I mean, we just don't understand her. She's so different. And she said nothing really made sense until I looked at her moon phase to see that, you know, you can't tell her not to do something. She has, she has to do it. She has to do it anyway. She has Mm. to learn that, okay, I did it. It didn't work out. I won't do it again, but she had to find out for herself. Right. New moon people can be very, you know, Madonna. She's an example. (laughs) She's, she, she's a new moon. And I think she's a great example of this because she doesn't care. (laughs) You know, she, she's who she is and she's really, she has not followed anybody else's 
any 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 other trend. She has set them herself. Yeah. So thinking about that kind of dynamic inside of work life, right? One of those things could be uh, new moon people need some encouragement to just take risks, right? Understand their own decision making, trust their own decision making, even if things don't work out quite right, right? Right. In order to feel like they've given it the best shot that they know how. That right. there may be some more experimentation that's going on. Right. Um, and not be hard on themselves for that. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That I, I think that's important because you, you can fall into that trap of being afraid to take a risk. And then you 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 stagnate. But new moon people really do need to do that. It's it's kind of like childlike energy in a way, where it's you know it's very spontaneous. And I want to, you know, that looks good. I want to go do it, and I want to do it now. So yeah. you know, you want to act pretty quickly without having to give it a whole lot of thought. Yeah, and be able to have a role where that kind of thing is welcome, right? To right. be working in a really restrictive kind of role where you have to sit in the same place every day, you have to do the same things. It's pretty, you know, rote or operational. That'd be pretty challenging. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, what are what might be some good work environments? Probably one where the person isn't trapped behind a desk. Mm-hmm. Um, not necessarily, but they they do like to be able to have a certain amount of independence so that they can do their own thing. Yeah, a culture that says it's okay to make a mistake that, and means yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like um, we value um, ingenuity, so <laughs> don't be afraid to take chances. Yeah. Um, you know, so it could be good for sales. It could, you know, that could get the person out of the office. It could be good for... There's so many there's a lot of things. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's less about, I think about title and more about experience and latitude. Experience. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, when I think of new moon charts there, the professions are just all over the place. I don't yeah. think there's really any way to, to fit, look at a lunar phase and fit them into one, you know, one type of profession because you, you've got to look at the entire chart. Right. right you're going to do that but right it's just one of the one of the values or one of the you know the characteristics i guess that would be important to look at when working with somebody or you know when somebody's looking for a new job you know Mm -hmm. because they want to make some significant changes it is important to take that into consideration so i guess we better move on huh to the first quarter first quarter Okay, I hate to skip over the crescent, but we crescent. We'll come back, Tom. Yeah, we'll get you next time. <laughs> um, but the first quarter, but the, I've been talking. Go ahead, Aubrey. <laughs> no, no, quarter. no, you, you. I'll add in. Okay. Well, first quarter. Um, you know, here we are. You know, going continuing with the seed analogy. Um, at this point, the seed is above the ground. It's, it's growing, it's growing quickly. The plant is growing quickly. And, um, and you, when you think of it in those terms of the seed, it's, it's a vulnerable place. You know, it has, it, it's like in order to survive, it has to, it really has to kind of aggressively move forward and grow. And that's, I think a very good connection to people born 
under this phase because this is about action. You know, this is about, um, whereas the first moon was more about, you know, just taking chances and doing things for yeah. the experience. Right. First quarter moon people, um, it's known as the crisis in um, action. So people born under this phase are very good with tearing things apart and rebuilding. Mm. You know, they're good in a crisis. They actually prefer, <laughs> you know, mon anything monotonous or boring or routine can, <clears throat> can really um, just weigh, weigh down on them. There's no real motivation. <clears throat> well, what sounds different to me about those, the first two, right? And we're talking about kind of an exploratory nature, you know, um, an experimental type of nature. And when we're talking first quarter, we're talking about doing, right? Mm -hmm. You know, more focused energy. Right. And if, if, you know, they know how to get it done. They're, they don't need somebody to tell them what to do. You know, you just have to tell them, here's a problem. And they say, I'm on it. And they'll go do it. Mm. You know, I had a client just recently who, who um, first quarter, and I can't remember what her, what she's doing now, but she has her own business. But previously she worked in an emergency room huh. and she was, um, she also worked as a firefighter. So, huh. <laughs> you know, talk about a perfect connection with that, you know, desire for functioning in crisis. Yeah. And then there's other kinds of roles in terms of like, you know, and the crisis don't have to be, you know, like um, Maslow's hierarchy crisis is at the bottom of the pyramid either. Like, or, you know, in terms of crises, like you're talking about that way and, you know, in uh, health and well-being crises, it can also be a perceived crisis, you know, or even this idea of, um, you know, and people working on a help desk, right. In terms of right. that pace, in terms of Absolutely. those kinds of things, like, Hey, we've got to get this thing done. I got to turn this over. I got the next problem. Right? You're going to lose a major client unless you're you going to lose a major client. Right. Over. Like there's yeah. a little bit of high stakes desire. Going yeah. on there. That's a crisis. So that's yeah. when that person would come in and say, take over that project or just jump in and, and really make things happen. Yeah. Okay, full moon. Full moon. So what do we say about the full moon? I'm a full moon. So the And I'm a day before the full moon, so Oh are you? Okay. Mm -hmm. you're, so your gibbous will get you next time. <laughs> <laughs> um but um yeah, full moon well this is of course when the going back to the 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 plant is now blooming at this point, you know, it's, it's in full bloom, ideally, hopefully if everything has gone right, it is, it's looking pretty good at this time. Mm -hmm. um, the sun is, uh, or the moon is a hundred percent lit and it's a hundred percent objectivity. And this is also the relationship dynamic people, full moon people need to have relationships mm. have to have one-on-one -on -one connections with other people. That's how they learn. Um, relationships, the, the problem, I'll say this one thing about the, the full moon, because I know we need to move on to the no, it's okay. third quarter, but I think the thing with a full moon person is disappointment. Uh, oh. You know, because they, at this 
stage, you know, you want to enjoy the flowers. The flowers mm. So this is the, the stage, you know, you've worked for everything. Now you reap the rewards. And, but what if there's only one flower and it doesn't look that good, you know? <laughs> it's, it works that way in jobs. Like, you know, you, um, a full moon person can start a job and, you know, they uh-huh. think it's great. And then it turns out to not be so great. Hmm. And um, and it's very disappointing. So they leave, or, or you get a raise, and it's not what you what you hoped it to be. Yeah. So there can there can be a lot of disappointments, and the same in relationships. Hmm. So you can see full moon people kind of jumping around a lot. Hmm. The the oh. key. The let, I'll say this one more thing. Sorry. Yeah, and one then I have thing. a question about it. Yeah, and then I'm going to shut up. But the <laughs> we'll be fine. The thing Wait. about full moon people is I think the lesson is that, and I can say this because this was my big lesson is fulfillment comes from within. Oh, interesting. You know, it doesn't come from the job. It doesn't come from the other person. It comes from within. Mm-hmm. And so one short follow-up question on this. So if we think about in terms of what full moon people can bring to the workplace, what are some of the, what are some of the contributions they can make? Well, I think you, you can, um, you know, when we look at it from the relationship perspective, um, full moon people want things, you know, they want people to get along. They want people to be happy. You know, they want to work in a, an environment that's, that's harmonious and, and, and with rewarding work and people mm-hmm. are being rewarded for the work they do. Mm-hmm. So, you know, a full moon person would be very good in, um, I don't want to say HR because I could never work in HR. <laughs> I tried once and I, it but, just, they, but other people could be, but I, you know, even in my role as recruiting and mm-hmm. recruiting, you know, that was, that was a big part of what I did was, you know, somebody wasn't happy. Okay. What's the problem? <laughs> what can we do? And right. then I would, you know, I would see if there was a problem elsewhere in the organization that, you know, people weren't getting promoted or mm-hmm. you know, just something, but, you know, I think that's a, you know, that would be a real, that's one possibility. Right. And so if we look at a first quarter person that wants to resolve the crisis of more a full moon person would be more about like, okay, well then how can I make this harmonious? How can I make this right. turn out in the best way possible? Yeah. Yeah. Right. And I think it might be more about keeping everybody, in a good place. Um, you know, because the full moon person, I don't, they really don't want to go in there into a situation like a first quarter moon person could and just mm-hmm. jump in mm. and solve the problem. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, um, they're more about, um, getting the reward at this point, you know, mm. they've worked for everything. Yeah. I, I deserve it. Now I deserve it. I deserve yeah. to be in this place where <laughs> things are, Things are are flowing and working out. Yeah, because they've invested the energy into it. Right. Yeah. So. Okay. Last quarter. Third quarter. Okay. Um, Well, third quarter. Let's see. The moon is half dark, half lit, just Mm -hmm. like the first quarter. But moving towards the dark instead of moving towards the light. Towards the light. Yeah, and um, and it's the other side that's dark at this point. Um, when I say the other side, the darkness is kind of creeping in from the right-hand side, mm-hmm. whereas the, the, 
the in the first quarter, the light was creeping in from the uh, right-hand side. So um, third quarter, this is the crisis in consciousness. And these yeah. are the people you can see who they, there's, it's, it's a time of reflection where they look back and figure out, okay, what did I do? What did I do well? What didn't I do well? What could I have done better? And it generally ends up with a real crisis in consciousness where they have to reinvent themselves at some point in life. Mm -hmm. It's the third quarter people who really want to go through a major life invention. And, and it, and they, they, um, they're, they become, you know, when they do, it's because they have become so aligned with their values, um, their work ethic, what's important to them in life that they have to honor that. Yeah. There's things they're willing to let go of. Right. Yeah. That's key. That's a, that's, that's a good key word phrase for this um, is letting go, you know, because you, you, when you think of the plan at this point, it's let go, you know, the it's Brown, the leaves have fallen. It's um, you know, it's, it's, it's a real letting go process. So what kinds of things in, in terms of um, contribution, in terms of preferences around work life for, for last quarter people? Well, we've had two presidents who were third quarter, you know, Barack Obama and Bill Clinton. Mm. Um, I, um, I, I think it's, I think it's, I, I, I find this one even more difficult to align with a profession because it's more about, the person, you know, they've gone through all those other phases and in mm -hmm. this, this part, you know, they don't want to do the work again. They don't want to have to go build something, you know, in operate in a crisis mode or, I, I mean, mm -hmm. you know, certainly as president of the United States, there's a lot of that, but you're, um, but the, the key is, is just really connecting with who you are and what lessons have you learned Mm. And what is so important in your life and then well, taking I, that out. Yeah. And I wonder if that's like, well, then one thing about, we, we didn't check about in about meaningful work about all the phases, but you know, in terms of this is like, what does that mean in terms of one, the pursuit of meaningful work and then also what work that's meaningful looks like for a last quarter person, you know, is that well, like, you know, like helping people understand or whether those kinds of transitions and being with people in those kinds of transitions Having having a, a place that would um, uh, allow them to put the priority on their values, whether that's things outside of that's work important. or in, engage yeah. with their values at work. That's uh, important. They have to be, you know, when they go through this reinvention, they have to be connected to their values. Mm -hmm. They absolutely have to. They can't have it any other way. And people, and this is all going, you know, it's a crisis of consciousness. This is all taking place inside, internally. Mm -hmm. people, people around them don't even know. Mm -hmm. And then suddenly they quit their job and start a business or do something radically different. And they're like, what are you doing? <laughs> you know, it's kind of a shock to people mm -hmm. who, who know them and, and, and are around them. Mm -hmm. So. Well, we just did a quick trip around. Yeah, so crescent, gibbous, disseminating, and balsamic will get you next time. <laughs> and your phases are really 
cool. I think they're some of the, actually some of the most revealing in my opinion. I mean, they really are. Um, in so many ways I can, you know, I find them to be much more connected to how you approach work. Mm-hmm. Well, what we can do is um, we'll put up a link in terms of just what the, what the moon phases are, period. So, and then if you want to know what your moon phase is, you can reach out to us. We'll be happy to tell you what that is. Um, if you're, if you have your chart and you've been doing some, some practicing with the chart, you can look at the sun and moon relationship and try and identify where you are, um, in terms of when you were born in your natal chart and identify what kind of person you are, but we'd be happy to, happy to answer that. You can send us a question on your cosmic and, uh, we will respond. Absolutely. We will. We're here. <laughs> we're waiting to hear from you. <laughs> All right. Well, until next time, this is Aubrey in Portland. And this is Tom in, um, well, Delaware. (laughs) I'll probably be back in Alexandria. So um, thank you for joining us.